I like the way it come in. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome to episode uh, thirty-four oh. of Most Everything Podcast. Yeah. Um, hey, I said error on this uh, this script. What uh, what is the uh, date? It's eleven two. No, mm, no. It's the third. Yeah. Oh shit, my bad. It's eleven two instead it's, of eleven three. Uh huh. Instead. Uh, and Mr. Hilton's birthday. There we go. There we go. Hey. November third, nineteen seventy-five. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. But nah, happy birthday to my thank, dog, man. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Uh, hey, thanks for the gift, man. He, man. He, he bought me um, Red Dead Redemption. He said, I'm about to be hooked. Yeah. I'm already hooked to, hooked to 2K, so we're going to see what's about to go down, what's about to happen. Because I'm hooked, too, but uh, happy birthday, dog. Hey, I appreciate uh, it, man. Another year. Is there anything you want to say you want to be thankful for, or what's up? You know, you know, you set out goals in the beginning of the year or on your birthday, and then when you're actually close to achieving them or... Getting them done is the best thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like uh, today is like basically my New Year's Eve, my New Year's beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. I set goals. Hey, this is what I want to do. And then come my birthday, I need to be done. I'm at 80% of my goal that I set last year. Nice, so, nice, and, nice. And the only reason is because I keep buying these fucking sneakers. <laughs> so that's the only reason why I'm not at 100%. <laughs> uh, so you had them Yeezys for how long? Mm, since the... I, well, I don't even know. Yeah. Like since... February maybe. Oh, so Corey has like he could open a small pop up shop for his <laughs> sneaker collection, right? Uh, I never met a man with with so much footwear besides that. I never met a person with so much footwear besides my wife, right? Uh, <laughs> he has some nice kicks. He has some Yeezys. He has some um, some Jordan One, some retros. Yeah, some I got, a, I got a few pair. Uh, got got a couple of pairs. Part time sneakerhead. Part time sneakerhead. Um, but yo, uh, it's your birthday. I'll live it up with with wifey tonight. And, yeah, uh, we're going out. We got a nice little dinner and a show to go to. Right, right, right. You know, so I'm gonna go to the club afterwards. Then we're gonna keep moving into Sunday. Right. We're gonna go out to eat Sunday night. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, we're gonna do what we're gonna do. It's all weekend. All weekend. All month, action. And then, and got, then, and then Monday you go back to work. I'll I'll be there. <laughs> I really don't know Physically, how much work, but I'm, not mentally. I really don't know how much work I'm gonna do. Right. Um. But you know, and then next week my brother come up. My older okay. brother comes up. Gotcha. Um. I think my friend's supposed to come up too. Mm-hmm. Then the following week my other homeboy's coming up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you know, all weekend we out. Mm-hmm. You gotcha. know. So. All right, man. Well, um, happy birthday once again. Thanks. Appreciate uh, it. All right, guys. So as usual, let's get down to business. Follow me on IG at r underscore g. You can follow me at IG at Corey One. You know what we didn't do? We didn't post the um, podcast. This, I mean, the poll this week. So, I thought about it yesterday. So after we do this, we'll, we'll post, we'll post it. it. All right. Yeah, we'll so tomorrow. you'll post that I was a winner, you was a loser. Right. I, I'm just <laughs> but, laughing at this Florida State game right uh, now. Uh, I hope Darnell is listening. Uh, but anyway. Uh, but you can listen to us on a, on the following platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week we told y'all that we kicked it off with Spotify. Yeah. So a lot of people uh, are using Spotify now. So is we're it, happy to be a part a, of it. It's a gigantic platform for podcasts. It is. Now, yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm. So we got Spotify now. We got mm-hmm. Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. That's right. So um, we got we got, we still have five. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we dropped one because we wasn't getting too much play on it. Yeah. Um, but I think Spotify should help us grow a little bit a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so De- definitely, and uh, email us at most everything podcast at gmail.com yep. if you need to send us your top five, send us your just a general feedback of the show, guys. We need you to send in some top fives, 
Because Yeah, we want y'all to get involved in it, hundred percent. Yeah. We and Reese every week we come through and, and like, oh, what's top five? Damn. And then we wait like twenty minutes after we finish recording to come yeah. up with a top five. Then we continue recording right. what we have. And right. then we pick back up and start recording again. So uh yeah, we need some ideas. So the, send them and, in. And it, this thing has definitely been created for our audiences to get you guys involved in it. Whether or not you're able to listen to podcasts, whether or not you're you're a podcast person, but we wanna make this topic around what you know, what most people know, what, what most people's gonna participate. Yeah. Yep. And what we know. Because uh, we can't do a top a top five on something that we don't know. Exactly. We're basically going off of what Google said. Yeah. So email and us. I don't trust know, online. Send us your email. Send us your emails at mosteverythingpodcast at gmail.com. I'll sign in our DMs of what do you think the top five should be. Yeah. Send us a couple. You can send us ten and then we can pick a couple of them. So we have top fives for the next ten. Yeah. For the next ten episodes. Let's go. Let me let us know. That's right. So um, we're going we gonna to say this first sentence together. Okay. Alright, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. One, two, three. Get, Get your, your asses, asses out and vote on November 6th, this Boom. Tuesday. This All Tuesday, right. baby. Guys, get out there and vote. Uh-huh. Uh, let your voices be heard uh, specifically, you know, besides, you know, in New York, because I know, like, most of my friends, um, the first time I voted was for Barack, when he mm-hmm. was running the first time, because he's black. I'm not yeah. even going to hold any punches. I'm not going to hold you. Yeah, that was my uh, first time voting, too. Because he's black, so I definitely voted for him, but... You know, there's other major, um, ma- there's other major moves that needs to be made for your for your votes right now. So we have Stacey Abrams. Um, she's running for the governor of Georgia against Brian Kemp, and we also have Andrew Gillum running for the governor of Florida. He, if he wins, he's going to be the first um, African American yep. governor for Florida. And Florida, Florida on. needs help. Let me do like some quick research real quick because you know Florida has been historically been for the Republicans, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, Florida um, is a big state um, that you know that really leads for the presidential election. So you know the Florida always will for Republicans. Yes. Now, if we could get that swing to make it a blue oh, state for boy, Democrats, that would be amazing. That would be a big thing. But hold on, let so, me see. Let so me while you quick, pull up yeah. your research, more than seven million people have uh, voted early so far, compared to less than two million at this point in 2014 mm-hmm. so that means that people are getting the message uh, i think i think trump actually has helped us as awkward as that may seem but he might have brought the world back together to say you know what we can't deal with this guy any longer so uh shout out to those seven million people that did that early vote um i'm i'm getting i'm gonna get out there and vote this will be my first time voting in new york as a uh you know as a, as a person living in new york i was voting in baltimore um, last year, well, when Trump got elected, I didn't get to vote because I was living in um Canada at the time. Yeah. But this time, my voice is here to be heard. I mm-hmm. do apologize. That's not an excuse. I should have did an absentee ballot, but mm-hmm. you know, I didn't think I was coming back. So right, that was that. But right. you got your research, right? So Florida has twenty nine like electro electorical votes. I'm sorry. Is that the most? Uh, I don't think twenty nine does seem kind of high. So I would think again, it's. Everything will know, like the the last, like the early two thousand presidential election between Al Gore and George Bush, Florida, it really came out to Florida. Mm-hmm. Right? It did, yeah. Uh, and then you know they had oh some of the ballots were were not counted correctly or whatever, and they end up going to George Bush, so oh. he ended up winning the presidential election. California has fifty five. Fifty five mm-hmm. um, electoral. We need to electoral. we need to get California too. Electoral votes. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, 
you know. Oh, oh we have 29, too. New York and New York Florida. has 29, right. Yeah. So, again, Florida has been historically Republican. If we could get Andrew in that, um, if you get Andrew in that seat, we can make it a blue votes. state, yep. and then, you know, the next presidential election, Trump is probably going to run again. Yeah, he uh, is. So, um, once, if he runs again and he loses Florida, it, you know, there's a great chance of him not being reelected. Yep. And once you do that, um, I don't think you could run for president again. I don't think he would because his ego is so big. Once he loses, he'll, he'll blame cry. something yeah. else. And, you know, uh, it was rigged and blah, blah, blah. And but yo, get out of vote, man. This, this is important. And, um, you know, growing up, we don't, especially in high school, I don't think we really got the, the gist of, um, okay, nope. why is it important to vote? We really do, we, do we know who our con- congressmen are for our states? Um, do we know who the civil council is for our states? I don't think we were probably educated in nope. those things. But because, like Corey said, because you know Trump was elected and um, because we have all these hate things going around in the country, it's kind of pushing every that 7 million mm-hmm. people to vote early. And No um, excuses this year. None at all. So... Georgia elect Stacy and Florida elect um, bring it home and elect Andrew Gillum man. I seen that um a couple of people on Twitter was like oh, I thought I was getting ahead of the game with this early vote. Um, at the sorry they thought they was getting ahead of the game with the early vote and they come to realize that um it was actually more people there for the yeah, early vote than right. they thought. So right. I was like good. I was right. like good. Sorry that you got away line but good. People are pissed, man. People are pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, in some in some instances as well, felons can't vote, right? Yeah. Uh, but in states like Cal- Maine, Maine and Vermont, um, they're 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 the only two states that never um, restricted any def- the felons' voting rights. Mm-hmm. Um, Fourteen states, including Washington D.C., automatically restores the voting rights after someone leaves prison or jail. And 21 other states suspend felons' voting rights until after they complete probation. So, if you're a that felon... That takes a lot of people. Right, that takes right. a lot of people. Away, especially um, from our, our community, our Democrat parties. Right. Um, so, if you're in one of these states, um, especially if you're in um, Maine or Vermont... Um, you, a felon's right to vote was never restricted. Um, but you know, Washington D.C. and fourteen other states, you know, you automatically get restored as soon mm-hmm. as you leave prison to be able to vote. So everybody get out and vote. It's important. Um, I'm planning on teaching my kids the importance early. of voting early. Early. Um, um, this is a democracy, but at the same time, there could be a lot of politics involved in it. That could get them into politics. You start t- talking to them early. Mm-hmm. Oh, my, I would do this, Daddy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know. So um, we definitely want to get them get them started early and um, get out and vote, man. We can't say more than enough. We spent like five, six, how, how many minutes we spent on this podcast now? Um, it's been eleven minutes, and all we spoke about was voting. voting. Vote, so vote, 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 guys. Get out and vote. We're gonna be putting you on air like vote. Yep. Get out and vote. Um, you want to take the next topic? Yeah. Uh, the city of San Jose, California, began uh initiative to pay homeless people. Mm-hmm. Here it is, fifteen dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. Fifteen dollars an hour to clean up the street. Uh, the street trash. Four to five hours per day. The program is called Beautiful San Jose. Mm-hmm. Man, California, that's huge. That is huge. Do you do you know? Like, here's my thing. My first process is how are they gonna show tell who's homeless? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's the one thing. But even if they they 
if they pay other people, like mm-hmm. what if they start paying other people fifteen dollars an hour right. for four to five hours a day? Mm-hmm. Man, that's huge. Your city is gonna be beautiful. Yeah. It's gonna people gonna live longer. It's gonna be healthier. Mm-hmm. Um, people gonna want to visit more. Yeah. Uh, homeless people gonna have money. They are gonna stop begging, panhandling. They can mm-hmm. save their own money, do what they want to do with it, get a house, not be homeless anymore. Like, cause technically they get to save all that money if they sitting at home. Right. Open a bank account. Mm-hmm. Don't have a bank card, just their ID, so nobody won't rob them while they sleep. Right, right. Shit like that. So, I mean, this is great. I love it. Shout yeah. out to San Jose, California. It, it is a great thing um, because most of the the street trash um, has been caused by the homeless population. This is now, true. If you could get them to, okay, hey, we pay you X amount of dollars, which is 15 which is a great number. It's not like $5 or $6. Right, $15. Or $15 that's, an hour that's for, minimum wage. Oh, yeah, hopefully they get them back on their feet. Um, you pay them this amount to clean up the, the mess that they cause, you know, that make them care more about mm-hmm. um, the community, about the community, about the city, yep. about all that stuff. So um, this is a big turnaround. Shout out to San Jose, California for definitely definitely doing this so 45 hours 45 hours a day that's that's four to five yeah so um, let's do some math you know i like doing math so you do five times 15 75 dollars a day mm-hmm. times, times five, five. well stu- make seven seven yeah, yeah so, so every day. 75 times seven it's 525 a week take away tax Time, let's do how much is california tax probably 13 percent 525 times, hold on, 525 times 4, mm-hmm. that's $2,100 a month, mm-hmm. 2100 times 12, $25,000 a year, mm-hmm. minus, let's say... Minus in taxes now? Yeah. Uh, like, if they're going to pay, then they have to file and pay taxes, right? Yeah. Um, let's say, let's take away 5. Five, so two thousand. Uh, minus five grand. Uh, twenty thousand. Okay, that's good. Twenty thousand dollars a year. You know what you can do if you save about twenty thousand dollars for a year? Mm-hmm. You can do a lot. I mean, if you don't mind living in the street. You can save a twenty thousand dollars for the year. Right, but you know, if you see, hopefully this continues. Hopefully this doesn't stop by just cleaning trash. No, and those who are. Um, who are doing well, they're able to move on to other things. Yes. Because once the trash is all clean, you know, you got to find somewhere else, you know, to put these people. Now they yeah. have drive. Now they have initiative to actually um, mm-hmm. get shit done. So. But, you know, now since we you threw that tax thing in there, some of them are going to be like, I'm not paying taxes. Because, you know, there's some, that's some reason why people are homeless. Because right. they don't want to pay the government. They feel, but but I think since this work is coming from the city, I think it's gonna be taken out regardless. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. In the beginning, instead of them, you know, working like off the books or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. I mean, whatever. It's money in your pocket. It's there to be made. Something that you create, you clean up behind yourself. You got extra money in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So Alana Cluster, a waitress at Sup Dogs um, restaurant in North Carolina, received a ten thousand dollar tip. And split it with her co-workers. She ended up pocketing $800. Now, question is. For the listeners out there and for Mr. Birthday Boy Corey Hilton. Would you split that ten grand tip with your co-workers? Alright, let's say you've been working there for, for two years. right? Mm-hmm. You and your co-workers have been working there for two years. Um, you guys are hella close. You know how hard it is to um, to get tips and how hard it is to make ends meet to work a job. Maybe some of the other co-workers are working another job. 
to um you know to again to pay rent or mm-hmm. do whatever would you split this 10 grand tip with your co-worker split no share yes ah okay <laughs> so Not i would have walked away with either. seven grand <laughs> okay and okay. three would have been split mm-hmm. if it's a hundred dollars a person mm-hmm. uh, if it's i take y'all out to eat i got dinner and drinks on me mm-hmm. something like that uh you know but to only walk away with eight hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still good money in the night. Eight hundred dollars yeah, sure, on, sure, on tips. Sure. I mean, but that ten thousand. Let me get ten thousand in my pocket. Ten grand. I can't. Let me get ten thousand in my pocket. Because I, I bet you that what she, again, what she's thinking, just like that, just like I already explained, you know. Um, the restaurant business is hard. It's hard to get tips. You know, if you get a tip, maybe it's a little five dollars here, it's ten dollars yeah. there. Um, you're hella close with the rest of your coworkers, so she probably felt like, all right. I mean, she's um, a, she's an angel. She she is a sweetheart for doing that, but I'm listening. To like, 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 I agree with you. Share, yeah, split. No. Nah, we we mm. not splitting that shit nah. down the middle. Cause I, cause you, I mean, how much did you help me on this table? Cause that's mm-hmm. when I'm start breaking it down. Like, of course, I I'll definitely cook out the, the uh give the. You know, to cook something because they cook the food, mm-hmm. but and maybe the bartender if my person sure. orders some drinks, sure, but sure, the sure. split it only walk away with eight hundred. Like, uh, I mean, how many times do you just get ten grand tips? You don't. You, you don't. Right. Get, you don't get that just, shit no, anywhere no. at all. But you know, ten grand in North Carolina goes a long way. This is true. Ten. Cost of living is so cheap down there. Right. Let me. Rent is like a thousand dollars. You could have paid rent out for the year. You know that eight bedrooms. I mean, two bedrooms be going for like nine hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You could have paid that for a year. Could have paid your car off because you know you need a car in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Ain't no transportation unless you're in the city. True, true. Um, but I mean, it's a lot of things you could have done. But I mean, I mean, I'm not knocking her. I, I'm I'm applauding her. We're definitely applauding her. But at the same time, I'm mm-hmm. just like. Oh. So yeah, so, so th- this is gonna go for our listeners to email us, um, slide in our DMs. We're gonna post it on the story and have them have everybody yeah. else vote. Um, so you, I work- know my my I know my followers gonna say hell no. Oh, that shit going home with me. <laughs> I already know that. Um, I already know that. Damn, the restaurant business is hard. So I guess she she felt for her coworkers and she felt the need. Maybe one or two did help her on the table, but whatever. Uh, whoever that person that gave that ten thousand dollar tip, shout out to you. Um, the the um, the waiters and waitresses they aren't um, they aren't well recognized, you know, for the work that they do, for the patience that they have. They're they really responsible aren't. for, you know, they probably they probably in some cases have to be people who they aren't just to get a tip. You mm-hmm. know, they have to be like super vibrant, super helpful, and you know, have that um, have the energy up. But we'll see. Um, so we're gonna post it up and have you guys vote. I don't know if Corey's doing that right now. No, I'm, I, I I can right now. I can do it right now. Yeah, I was actually uh, response to some birthday text. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's my birthday. Everybody, man, since we were saying here. Well, like, no, I'm not gonna do it today because I got too much going on, on my page right now. I do it Monday. His his aunt. Nah, post on the post on the mostly. All right. Um, his aunt called him. Uh, everybody been calling this guy all day, posting an IG stories. Happy birthday! Oh my god! Yeah, the love is uh, real. Um, this is really cool, and it's close to home. Um, for me, so uh, my original home, um, is in DC. The uh, Starbucks has opened its first sign language store in the U.S. and it's so. located in DC. 
uh, it was a couple weeks ago, probably like uh, probably like a week ago, week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's amazing. It's um, there is artwork, uh, at, and custom merchandise made for deaf artists, made by deaf artists. Mm-hmm. Every employee and every employee that works there is either deaf, hard of hearing, or knows fluent sign language. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's huge. Like, uh, you know, they don't have many things out there that can really cater to to deaf people or people that's hard of hearing or people you know whatever it may be i've seen them at restaurants where they point to the menu and they try to speak sign language to you so they can understand yeah just like i want this and but then they point to the onions and they be like crossing their finger off like no like and it's hard like because everyone doesn't speak sign language Right. Um, or everyone doesn't understand sign language. It's not something universal. No, like, it's not. We, that should they, be. They didn't teach us. They taught us no, Spanish, French, maybe another language in in high school. But yeah, American sign language was not one of them. No, mm-mm. I mean you should know the basics. Mm-hmm. Hi, thank you. Uh, you know, goodbye. Excuse right. me. Can I help you? Yeah. Like, like, like simple things. Yeah. Like, yeah. A, I, I say a good fifty word gesture. Right. Uh, would be good for everyone. Right. Like, that would be really cool. But shout out to Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Not only my, my, my daughter, she knows her ABCs of sign language. Oh, does she? Not all of it. Like maybe from A to like H or M. Oh, yeah, that's like good. That. Yeah, that's good. You know, yeah. she a boss. Yeah. She, she like I don't feel like it. Yeah. But um no, shout out to Starbucks. You know they don't. That's huge. Number one, mm-hmm. um, it's a new way to get customers in. Mm-hmm. Number one, number two, mm-hmm. they fix problems in the world. Um, just like that whole racial thing, mm-hmm. they they handle that real well. They shut. They lost a lot of money that day by closing on you know half of their stores to do yeah. training. Sure. So whatever it is, whatever they did was you know mm-hmm. shout out to us. And and definitely for for the Steve for for the for the um. For the associates too, you know them having a job where they yep. feel a hundred percent comfortable. Mm-hmm. They they're not like the only ones in the establishment or the only ones in the right. area where you know um, language is an issue. Yep. Everybody else speaks sign language. There's stuff there to help everybody else, so they feel like all right, I'm empowered yeah. to help customers that come in and mm-hmm. empowered to help myself. And um, it, it's, it's such a great thing that when, it really when is. Um, companies do dope shit like You know that. what? When a customer complains about coffee, I just want to see uh, like a, a complaint in, in sign language. It's probably very angry. Yeah, but I just I want to I want to physically see it. Right. I think it would be funny. But um, what is I about to say? Um, I'm also thinking about that time uh, Waka Flocka thought the sign language person was rocking yeah. up to a song. Yeah, because most concerts have like sign language yeah. interpreters or even I think like anytime there's like a anytime like the mayor of the city yeah, has speak. to speak they're always like a sign language person like off to the side yeah it is did we talk about one time when people was um oh did we just retweet it uh when um people will act like they knew sign language and will go up there and start doing there was some lady yeah it was that, like three of them uh, yeah that that claimed that they need the the company or whoever it is or you know when they was doing the breaking news they needed a sign language interpreter. yeah so she would go up there and speak the way she was moving her hands wasn't it, it made it look like she was doing it so the one that stood out was the one I retweeted I guess we retweeted we didn't talk about it mm-hmm. and he the guy was like yeah you know we didn't we didn't schedule for one order one but she came she up was like up, yeah. yeah she showed up and was like hey you know I do sign language and it was like okay cool you know where to go and then yeah. she started doing it but she wasn't saying nothing that they were saying yeah. so 
the people that was looking at that that understands how it was probably dying laughing. Yeah, that shit is it's fucking hilarious that yeah. people actually do that. But anyway, um, Canadian officially says government to pardon those with a pot possession with record of three grams or less. So goodbye to all the people that's locked up in jail. Mm-hmm. Any any tickets, any whatever fines, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. for three grams or less, Canada's like. Uh, don't got time for it. Um, we're going to lose some money for the city, but mm-hmm. you know what? Forget it. We don't have time to be processing this. And uh, this also reminds me, we didn't write about this, but a lot of jails have been complaining that private jails, that they're going to shut down because of um, not having it populated to... Yeah, not having enough people. Full, yeah, not having... And they're going to shut them down if they don't fill the beds up. Yeah. So this is crazy that they actually complain they don't have no people in jail. Like, come on, guy. Like, you, like... That that goes to show you that jail again. We we spoke about it so much times that end of podcast that jail is a business and it's the business of putting people in jail in order to generate profit for those private, for the private businesses, for the private prisons, and you know for the whole entire government. Mm-hmm. Um, prison is supposed to be a place where you go to rehabilitate a person, and you know, although they get out of jail, you know, put them in the right places to start off on the wrong on the right foot. But um, it hasn't been that. Prison has been just a business move. You put people in there. You know, you make your money. You get your tax breaks. And then you just move on to the next thing. Um, you have you have people spending time in prison up to three years. Mo- most most notably, Khalif Bradford. Brad, Brown. Khalif Brown. Khalif. Is it Khalif Brown? Yeah, from, from Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. So he spent o- almost three years in jail. And he was not. Oh, because he charged, couldn't pay the bill. Convicted, right. He was not charged at all. Um, it was... It was a case over a stolen backpack. Mm-hmm. Um, he, unfortunately, I think his bail was at three grand, but the family didn't have enough money to come up with the bail, so they threw him in jail. Right. When he got in out, Rikers Island, right. not just jail. Right, and they shut him out on um, Cuomo's plan on closing Rikers Island. Yeah, basically. yeah, I heard that. Um, so you know they threw him in jail. He was in a twenty-four hour lockdown. He was in in a pit or, or whatever you want to call it. He finally was exonerated. He finally was out, but he ended up committing suicide because the he, mental mm-hmm. the, the mental damage that it did to him. You know he couldn't live with himself anymore. Yeah, that shit is sad. That Super sad. Really Speaking sad. of mental illness, um, I finished Charlemagne's book, um, Shook One Anxiety oh, yeah. Checks on Me. Um, I'm not a physical book reader because mm. you know everything is audio. So I yeah, had a, the listen. audio. The um the audio book mm-hmm. um on my app my Audible app um also pre ordered uh, Michelle Obama's book too so oh. it's supposed to be coming out soon mm-hmm. um this is my second book from Charlemagne that I listened to I listened to his first one and he talked a lot about anxiety and um I get anxiety sometimes get, on what specifically getting to work what do you mean like when I'm running late I'm just mm-hmm. like, uh, or when I'm in a rush, like the other day, I was getting the shape up, and I'm just like, "Oh, we hurry up and finish cutting him and getting yeah. me, so I can get in the chair and then go and then get to work because right. I gotta get the food to work." Yeah, because they they did something for me at work for my birthday. Yeah, um, but I actually, I cooked as well. Um, but I was like, "Oh, it's fucking anxiety." Right, right. And then I'm like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, "Fuck, I'm getting anxiety," yeah. and I'm just like, "Okay, calm down, you're late." Yeah, you talk to yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, right. Then I decompressed, and I was like, "All right, let's yeah. go." So, you know, um, coming from, depending on your upbringing and stuff like that, you know, Charlamagne, he sold drugs. And, you know, that definitely um, contributed to the form of anxiety, you know, because what if one day somebody roll upon you, you shoot you or whatever mm-hmm. the case is. Um, at one point, you know, his wife, 
um, it was snowing. Um, is where, where they live in now. Um, his wife, some guy passed by, shoveled the driveway because his wife couldn't drive in the driveway because there's so much snow. Um, uh, just some guy just rolled up and just shoveled her driveway for her. Mm-hmm. And after he did it, he asked to come inside for a glass of water, and she let him inside. Where it was just his wife and um, his his oldest. And then he drank the water and left. But then when Charlemagne came, and his wife told her, uh, his wife, his wife, his wife told him what happened. He was like, "Yo, why the f would you let somebody come inside mm-hmm. this house? You know, you don't know who this guy is. This guy told a stranger, and he's y'all too. You know, that contributed to his form of anxiety. Yeah. Um, and he talks That's a lot about like, yeah. Talk talks a ton of two about speaking of um, that. Rest in peace to my cousin, Kedra. He got shot and killed like three weeks ago in oh, Baltimore. Sure. Yeah. Um, that that just reminded me of it. But go ahead. Over some street shit, or uh, he was in jail, and then he um got into some beef with some, some one of the kids in jail, and they supposedly squashed it. Yeah. But um, the kid had told him was like, you know, if I see you on the streets, I'm gonna kill you, and that's exactly what he did. Wow. Yeah. So he was standing outside, and you shot him, rolled past, shot him up. So you hear that, bro? Yep. Damn. It's all good. Um. He spoke a ton about you know seeking phys- seeking therapy, mm-hmm. having somebody come and listen to your problems because therapy among black people is a stigma, right? It is. So you don't get that support, especially with parents. You don't get the support to say, "Yo, um, hey, something's wrong with me. I need anxiety." Your parents will look at you crazy, like, mm-hmm. "What are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking? Take about? your ass to school, or right. whatever." Uh, so you don't true. Have that support there. So true. Yeah, um, it's funny that she said that stigma. This guy. I follow on Instagram. Um, I guess one of his friends got shot and killed in Baltimore too, mm-hmm. or died. I don't know the story behind it, but some he's dead. He's not here no more. Yeah. I know that much. And um, he's like been posting like all this like emotion. Like, I don't. I, 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 this is crazy. I don't yeah. know how to feel. Like this one really hurt me. Blah blah blah. And then he posted something the other day. He's like, yeah, you probably call me a bitch for being crying and being all emotional. And I'm just yeah. like, yo, this is how you feel. Like, yeah, that's don't, real. Don't hide yeah. it. That doesn't make you less of a. He's like, yeah, I'm being a bitch. You'll probably call me. A bitch nigga for being less of a man right now and being emotional yeah. and telling me stop crying and move, keep it moving, yeah. which is probably what somebody would tell you. But at the same time, it's just like don't don't hide your feelings. Like yeah. be be who you are. Yeah. If this is how you feel, release it. Let get, it go. Get, get that shit out. Yeah. Because you know, like you said, you know we're, we're so caught up in what other people think. And mm-hmm. again, the whole thing of okay, you're a man. You're supposed to be the provider. You're supposed to be strong. You're not supposed to show your emotion. When we're we're the ones who's being pretty much um, shot and killed every single day mm-hmm. by the police, we're the ones who's um, you know who's been uh, uh, just shown in a negative light. You know we we have to be able to release at some point. We can't hold that shit in. When we hold that shit in, shit happens. Right. Right. All right. So I said all of that to say this. Uh, go get that book if you're if you experience anxiety. Um, <clears throat> don't hide it. Um, I know. Again, it's it's a stigma stigma amongst Black folks. Um, they say therapy is expensive. Therapy is for white people. Um, there mm-hmm. there are some. Um, if you really need a therapist, there are some some places that do therapy for free. You could look at your jobs insurance. Cause, you know, most people have Cigna or Aetna, whatever job they provide. Um, call them and see if they provide um, if they provide some kind of coverage for for therapy. They do. Um, we just don't take advantage. Right. Of it. Um, 
there's also something called um, talk space where you can talk to a therapist literally wherever by mobile. You could call them at any time, text, whatever it is. There's also that option. There's options out there. You just have to look and um, you have to be able to want the help. You know, don't hold in your anxiety. Don't hold in your fears. Uh, spread that shit because as black people, we went through enough traumatic shit to have anxiety. Yeah, right? absolutely. So, we definitely got it more than these fucking white people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yo, look, look, look up on that and uh, buy Charlemagne's book. Anxiety, wow. out anxiety being playing tricks on me. I really don't know. I support that. Uh, I mean, I, hey, if you support it, I support it. Okay. I mean, just keep telling me about it. Gotcha. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it there. I got you. You know. You know how I feel about Charlamagne. I mean, yeah, I mean, you you got me. He's grown on me because of you. Ah. Um. So, you know, y'all can't see me, but wow. Well, uh, anyway, go ahead and grab the next one, and All I'll right. swing into it. So, in a sweeping move, Los Angeles County has voted to completely erase ninety million dollars worth of court debt for the families of incarcerated youth. Collection fees for the juvenile detention undermines youth rehabilitation and public safety. So that shit is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it is huge. So what they're saying is, um, it can cost a juvie more than just their freedom. Many states charge parents of children involved in uh, justice system fines and fees associated with the detention. For instance, the uh, Los Angeles Times report that in 2009, families in LA County was charged 23.63 a day. For a dependent uh, in the juvenile detention center and eleven dollars and ninety four cents a day for a dependent in a prohibition camp. Um, states have slowly begun to move away from this practice. LA's banned these charges in two thousand nine, but continued to collect debts and cure uh, before the ban went in fact. That is until now. Yeah, they're getting rid of they're all of it. Ninety million dollars worth of court. Debt. Yeah, That's so crazy. This, this is huge. Um, I mean, it is huge. I mean, I can't say too much, but it's good that. A lot. We're seeing a lot of changes within the jail system. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, they've been running it for so long. Right, right. I mean, they they banking billion dollars a year. Mm-hmm. So, but, it, but it's also unfortunate that these changes are coming because of you know the death of someone or mm-hmm. um, the most ridiculous thing is someone else. But um, the, it's good that these changes are definitely happening. But I, I can't think of somebody who, especially going through juvenile detention center, all these kids who's pretty much ruining. You know, um, these parents can't afford to pay some of these lawyer fees. Yeah, they can't. I mean, lawyers are expensive just to go and lie. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like I can represent myself if you give me the right information about that certain particular charge. And then you go to get a pro bono lawyer with a public defender. They don't care. And they're so overwhelmed with so many cases. Right. They can't really focus on your case. Give you a a case the time that it needs to make Mm -hmm. sure that you're innocent, guilty, or the best course of action. All they do is try to collect the plea deal Mm -hmm. and keep moving. Mm -hmm. So I was reading um, about this story. It said the amount of money we are actually collecting on those old debts is enough to even cover the resources we're spending following up for, with these families. So it's time to end the practice for all for once. So basically, they're paying out more money to hire people to call and and get these people to pay this money yeah. than they actually are going to end up recurring from the past that. So they was like, you know, we losing money times two. The wow. family's not going to pay it. They can't yeah. pay it. Yeah. And we're paying people to work here to try to collect the money and it's costing us more money to do that than it is than an amount of money that we're actually going to get back. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, it's time to end all be all, you know. Y'all made it beneficial for yourself. So, you know. Do something for the people. Do something right. for the people. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to jump right into sports. <laughs> LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. Actually, me and Reese was talking about this before we kicked off, but I forgot. Uh, uh, for NFL, the uh, what is it called? The trade deadline. For, yeah, trade deadline is over, mm-hmm. and it, it was some big. It was some big moves. Mm-hmm. It was some. It was some big big moves. Um, and the NFL, uh, Raiders cut Bruce Irvin, uh, Cardinals cut Sam Bradford. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rams got Dante, Dante Fowler from your team. How do you feel about that? Uh, he was a backup player anyway. He mm-hmm. was a third overall pick in our 2015 NFL draft from the Jaguars. Um, he he lost. He, he was um he was injured his entire rookie season. He mm-hmm. tore his ACL the first day of camp. Mm-hmm. I remember um, that the first day of OTAs. Um, and then he came back for his second and third year, of course. But he. He was in a backup role. He, he's he's not our starting defensive end. Um, he so you came think in, it was a good move? Florida. It was a good move for us to because you know with top five or top ten picks, they all come with a five year option. So mm-hmm. when that fifth year roll around, the team has a has a choice to pick up their option. That means okay, you give them a set of money, you pick up their fifth year option or decline their fifth year option. We declined his fifth year option this off season. Um, um, because you know we weren't gonna resign him because again he's a backup play he's mm-hmm. not like a prime premier um, you know edge rusher but he is uh, he was a good backup player you know he had two sacks in our in our AFC Championship game last year that's huge he he stripped Brady I mean, two he, he this year hit, recovered it um, should have hit three um, but. You know, um, this was a good move again to move on from a player that was in the backup role, and for Rams to get somebody else who's young, who they could resign if they want to. Um, but Rams gave us their third and thirty-year pick, third round pick, twenty nineteen, and fifth round pick, twenty twenty. Oh, that's so, not bad. Um, third and fifth round. We pick. got two picks for him, and he's only twenty four, twenty five. So he should make an impact on the team, yeah. his new team. We'll see. But the Rams are looking. You see me? You see? I got the Rams fitted on today. Yeah, you do have you know a Rams fitted. Rams looking good, man. They're looking, they, they might win it. They ain't no baby. I mean, I don't mind. I'll take the Rams winning it over the Patriots any day, huh? Yeah, over the Patriots any day. I'm tired of seeing them niggas in the. In the um, game, how bro. do you feel about what uh, John Gruden is doing? He's one and six. He he released Khalil he tra- Mack. He traded everyone. He traded everyone. He released um Amari Cooper, which I feel like was fine. Um, I, he released Bruce Irvin. Um, they got annihilated on Thursday against the 49ers. Against a backup, because um Jimmy Jimmy yeah Garoppolo Jimmy G is out injured. yeah and uh, the running backs are injured. Mm-hmm. Like that whole team is just a backup this year. This whole, their whole season is done. But the Raiders, here's one thing, you know. It looks like shit now. I'm not saying that he's going to turn it around this season because the season is pretty much over for them. They're mm-hmm. one and six, like you said. Um, they need a quarterback. But um, they have three first-round picks next year. Um, and the year after that, they have two first-round picks. So let's see if they, they can... draft well. Yeah. And if they're able to build off that, then they're fine. But the the way that John, like Shannon, I love watching Undisputed with Shannon Sharp. And, um, Yo, Shannon is my guy, man. Shannon and uh, he, Skip, Skip yeah, Bellis. Yeah, I'm, skip, uh, skip, 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 Skip. <laughs> yeah, what is called lip porn? What do you say? Lip, lip sparring? What? Yeah, but yeah. They, between both of them. Yeah. Uh, um, Sh- Shannon is always pulling out some alcohol and a, and a, uh, and a blunt. Uh, always. Time he's on the TV. 
Always. But, um, but yeah, man, Shannon doesn't like what he's doing, and uh, the Raiders fan hate what he's doing, too. Um, what happened with Le'Veon Bell? Oh, he exercising his uh, leverage. Did you hear Juju Smith bought two thousand dollars worth of tickets trying to get trying to win that uh one point six million billion dollar yeah. uh, lottery? Yeah, I heard that. Um, but yo, how's your how's your Ravens looking? I mean, they I, man, they do this shit every year. They they play good, they look good. I'm like, we like, oh, we about to go like ten and six. Yeah, still the number one defense. Yeah, we're still the number one defense. Uh, we had a rough week the last two weeks, mm-hmm. but uh, we're still number one defense. Yep, yep. Um, we lost two two games. We should have definitely won. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that was was funny. That was uh, what's his name? Car, Car Cam Newton first time beating us. Wow. And Drew Brees first time beating us. But yeah, now that they were bigging it up. They were saying Drew Brees has beat every every team, team except the for the fucking Ravens. Wow. He might get MVP this year. He set the oh nah he, he, Todd, he, Todd Gurley. I mean, I mean, he should. But Drew Brees hasn't had it yet. Uh, like Drew Brees has always did good, like consistently good. Yeah, this like, is I true. think he had one injury season. This is true. Um, Ty Gurley has more rushing touchdowns than four or five teams. teams in yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, what else happened in NFL? What well, else? My, my Jaguars is trash. My Jaguars are trash. They're three and five. Uh, they lost four straight games after starting three and one for right. September. Um, our quarterback is trash. Our defense aren't playing, isn't playing that well. But the defense def- is still de- good. The defense are playing good enough to win, but the offense is not helping them out at all. Um, so I'm ready to move on from Blake. I don't think we're gonna make the playoffs nah. this year. But are y'all gonna make the playoffs? But still, Blake has to go. It's still early. It's three and five. It's half the season. You literally have eight games left to play. Let's see what happens. Fournette hasn't did anything because of injury. He's right. fucked my whole fantasy and up. You drafted him like what third overall? Yeah. Second overall? No, actually, in my one league, I drafted him first. Mm. He was my first pick. Nah, kid. Um, but whatever. So, ha ha, Clinton Dixon. Yeah. Um, old team was the Packers. He's yeah. at the Raiders now. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Dante Redskins. Flowers. Redskins. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. Redskins. Mm-hmm. Tom Montgomery, who was on the Packers, oh, came to the Ravens. That's a big pickup. Pick yeah. That's like a big pickup. And you, seventh round pick after he fumbled in 2020. Last, after he but you fumbled. know he did that shit on purpose. I don't think so. No, you didn't hear what happened? No. Bro, hold on. I'm, I'm going to find it for you in a second. Golden Tate going to the Eagles is huge. Yeah, for a third round pick. Yeah, for a third round pick mm-hmm. in 2019. Demarius Thompson going to the Texans is a big pickup for me uh, because I have uh, Deshaun Watson as my QB. So I know he got mm-hmm. some next new arms to throw it to. Um, Eli Apple went to the Saints. Yeah. Um, and Carlos Hyde is on the Jets. He's on the Jets. Uh, yeah. We from, forgot from about Browns. that. From yeah. The Browns, yeah. Um, but let me figure. Out, let me find a little post about. Oh shit! Hold on. Hey, we didn't shout out to shout out to Dominique for coming on the podcast last week. Oh yeah! Shout out to. Um, oh, your costumes was lit, girl. Yeah, costume was lit. Um, yeah, your, your whole, show was yeah, lit. Your whole energy is lit. Thank you so much for um for coming through. Talking to these uh coming on this low budget podcast, <laughs> uh, shit yet, but really appreciate you for rocking with us, um, Dom. Yeah, you rocking with us in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So when we make it, we are gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, uh, play- Packers players on Montgomery return. They took him out for a play, and he slammed his helmet and threw a fit. Then before, that's before the return. The before then before the kickoff. They told him to take a knee, and he ran it out anyway. Wow. You know what that was. That was him saying, I'm good. I'm going to do me. It's a fucking joke. 
That's what he did. I did. I had no idea. Yes, yes. That's what his one of his players says. Wow. They are not pleased with him right now. Wow. Um. So yeah, that's what happened. Hey, he's a great fullback. He can be a running back. He can be a tight end. Mm-hmm. He can be a wide receiver. Yeah, he's really out of out of the backfield. Really, like he can line up anywhere in the field. Yeah, yeah. He can wow. block for uh, uh, what's his name. You put him in um, when they do that sweep with. Uh, What's his Lamar name? Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. You got a new blocker, or you could toss in the ball. He can get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need we need some some new energy off the um off the bench anyway. Well, not on offense. I'm not gonna say off the bench. Um, and then yeah, so that that's about it. So Damon Harris, um, defensive tackle, left the Giants and went to the Lions, but. Um, that that's 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 the major headlines for the trade. The Giants too. The Giants are like one and seven. Or yeah, one they eight. trash. Golly. Eli needs to go. Eli needs to go. Uh, basketball has been crazy. I'm so happy for Derrick Rose dropping that fifty points. He went through three knee surgeries. Three knee. He was his left knee. Then he came back and was right knee, and then I think he went back to his left knee. Then he had some other little issues. Um, for like the past five years, like I traded so, and the resign. Yeah, re-signed, yeah. yeah, he was on um Knicks. Uh, sorry, he was on the Knicks. Then he went to the Cavs. Mm-hmm. Then he went to uh Minnesota, and that's where he's at now. Last night, well, the other night, um, Jimmy Butler didn't play. Um, so he got a little bit more minutes, mm-hmm. and he dropped fifty points. Mm-hmm. Had the game winning block. Mm-hmm. Um, game winning scoring bucket, or what well, the final scoring bucket. Mm-hmm. And he comes in last night to play against Golden State mm-hmm. because they played Golden State, and he got injured. He he had his left foot or something an- like that. His ankle, I think, some something and like foot, ankle, some shit like that. But um, yeah. So I mean, it's minor, but wow. he just came off fifty point game, and then you you feeling good? You're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm back. This might this might be my yeah. welcome back. And then you get another minor injury. You got to be out for the rest of the game. It's like damn, but they. I mean, injuries has played so much in basketball. Yeah. Uh, you Penny Hardaway, Grant Hill, uh, Tracy McGrady, Yao Ming, um, you know, uh, you know the dude that died, Lynn Bias, before the Mm -hmm. playoffs. The dude that died on the court. Uh, he played for the Clippers from Baltimore. I forgot his name. Um, that's six people. Um, who else? Uh, it's some. It's a whole bunch of other people right. that got injured and wasn't able. Was supposed to be so good. Uh, Jason Williams, the uh, Duke player mm-hmm. that played on the Bulls, because he was supposed to be the next person after Michael Jordan. Yeah, he did some. Jay I, Williams, I, I, he motorcycle. Came on, he came on a brilliant in his podcast, and yeah, then he was so messed up. Like one of his legs is longer than the other, mm-hmm. and then he 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 um he released a book too. And so yeah, he did. About yeah, that. that's crazy. Yeah. Yep, a lot, a lot happened. What team with him. did he? Was he still on Duke when that happened? Or he no, played, he was he, in. He was on Chicago. I think uh, he played like he maybe two years, one year in Chicago. And then he was the next up, huh? He was. He was. He guy. was that. He was nasty. Oh my god, he was nasty. That's the only time I watched college basketball. Yeah, was when when he played mm-hmm. and um, when Maryland was ninth for Steve Blake, Juan Dixon, um, uh, Will Cox, or yeah. whatever fuck his name was. I forgot. But anyway, it was it was Maryland versus Duke, and that was always I hated Duke because of him. Uh, I watched it here and there, yeah. but overall, that's when I really watched college basketball. But um, yeah, man, he he was supposed to be Jay Williams was supposed to be that boy. Wow. He was nasty inside, outside. I got injured injuries, man. But anyway, that's that. Um, so, Lakers. 
Lakers. Lakers, you know, they they three and five. Um, they played tonight against uh, the Warriors. I mean, no, they played tonight against um, I think Minnesota. I was talking to my barber. No, they played Portland tonight. I was talking to my barber. He was like, "Yeah, LeBron coming to the West is probably the biggest mistake he's ever made in his career." Uh, that's not true. Your barber don't know what he's talking about. Tell him to keep cutting hair. <laughs> so, but the West has more difficult teams than the East, no? Yes. But so LeBron had a chance to go in the East and pretty much run the East. Yes. Versus coming to the West and probably getting lost in the mix. Right. And you you still think it was a good? Yes. Why? Because. What people have been saying for years and years. First, let's take it back to when LeBron James first got into NBA. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're putting all this hype on this young guy. We don't know if he's going to live up. He can't shoot. He can't dribble. Mm-hmm. He can't do this. He can't do that. We don't know if he's a true leader. I don't know who he is. What right. overall pick he was? Number one. Okay. Um, 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, they said all this. He proved all them wrong. Yeah. Every year he worked on something. Was it his dribbling, his shooting, mm-hmm. his uh, defense, his passing, mm-hmm. his IQ? Whatever it was, every year he worked on something. Mm-hmm. Now for the f- last three, four years, oh, LeBron's running the East. There's no competition in the East. He would never go over to the West and win, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Okay. Okay, guys. I'm going to go over to the West. Not not because you said what you said, mm-hmm. but because I got other things going on. Okay. But I'm going to go over there. I'm gonna go to a young team that that's that has energy that can score because that's what that's what half his problem was on Cleveland. Okay, he ain't had no one that can score with him right. uh, on a consistent basis besides yeah, yeah, Kyrie yeah. minus yeah. injuries. Yeah. But anyway, so now he got a whole bunch of scores. He's good offensively. All they need to do is lock it down defensively, mm-hmm. and then when he start running the West at 35, 33 years old, he'd be thirty four in December. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> December 30, 30th. Okay. Uh, when he start running it over. New, New Year's uh, Eve, Eve. Yeah, Eve, Eve, right? Yeah, okay. uh, when he start running in the West, and mm-hmm. then he start making his team get together. I mean, you play you play eight games, and you and you put, you're saying you saying oh, it was the worst decision. No, you now you're giving him more of a challenge. So now he has to elevate his game. Okay. And he has to help his team I, I, elevate. Elevate so, his game after what fifteen years in the in the game yeah. in the league. Okay. But you you know what's crazy last year. His stats were better than the year that he won MVP back to back. Everything was better: mm. shooting, dribbling, passing, everything. Who won last year? Uh, who won? Oh, um, Westbrook. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry, Harden. Harden won last year. Yeah, okay. Westbrook won a year before. But um, yeah. So his stats are better than they were when he was MVP two years mm-hmm. ago. I mean, back to back, better than both years. Mm-hmm. So to say he. Can't elevate his game is insane because he's he's done it he's did it already. Mm-hmm. So tell your brother Barbara I need you to play this whole thing for him. Okay. He don't know. Okay. I'm being nice right now. Gotcha. Because we're on the, we're on the air. Gotcha. But he don't know. Gotcha. Don't talk about the king. Gotcha. All right. All right. So I mean, talk to me February fifteenth right. before right right before um All Star weekend. Okay. And I'll let you know exactly what. Miami, I mean, I'm sorry, the Lakers going to do. Gotcha. Um, but all they need to do is tighten their defense. They lost a couple um, games last minute. Okay. Close uh, games. Fourth qu- yeah, a lot of close games, mm-hmm. fourth quarters, a um, lot of turnovers, a lot of stupid fouls. Um, just rookie. I mean, the, uh, LeBron James is the oldest. The yeah. team average, average age is like 26. Okay. So it was a very young team. Uh, 
most players on there are less than three years in the league. Okay. Um, besides, like, the bench, because you got a couple veterans on the bench. Mm-hmm. But the starting lineup, Kuzman and Hart, uh, two years in. Gotcha. Ball, Lonzo Ball is two years. Brandon Ingram is, like, three or four. Okay. Uh, LeBron is 15. And then Rondo is how long? Rondo is, like, 13, 12. Uh, okay. Michael Beasley is, like, 11, 13. Uh, who else is on the, um, what's that boy name? Um, that's center. The fuck is his name? Um, number seven. Uh, Lance? No, no not Lance. Fuck. Tall dude. No tall, light skin mm-hmm. guy. Whatever. Um, mm-hmm. played on the Warriors last year. McGee. JaVale McGee. Okay. He's about 10 years in. Um, those are the vets. Everyone else is it's probably less young. than five. Yeah, uh, um, I, I forgot about football. Um, Hugh Jackson got fired from the Browns. Um, he went off on them saying that, you know, if they would have did what he wanted them to do uh, in the early years, they would have been winning. And now, so it's really the Browns franchise not listening because he said he wanted to draft Pat Mahomes. Mm-hmm. He said he wanted to draft um, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Um, Deshaun Watson. And Deshaun Watson. He said, had they been doing this in year one, I was able to get us to do it in year three. No question, we'll be a winning football team. And with one of those three, if you wanted one of those three, really? You would have been a winning coach. Yeah, but then it's 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 the team as a whole too. Like, all right, you have Pat Mahomes or Deshaun Watson. Who the fuck? Do, who the fuck is he throwing the ball to? But who else? He not. He just gave a couple people. Who else did they not get? Who he wanted them to get? Okay, that's true. Um, and it's three years too late, bro. This in in three years, this guy this guy went zero and sixteen, one and fifteen. And now he just won like two, two, games, two games and one tie, bro. Yeah, he his three 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 wins in three years. Yeah, Get the fuck out of it. Yeah, it says following O and sixteen campaign in twenty seventeen started season with veteran Tyron Taylor on the center. However, it took only three weeks to put Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield was averaging twenty one points, uh, scoring forty plus points in a game first time since two thousand nine in week four. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Uh, talk about the team. Jackson Terry and Cleveland may also be defined by some questionable draft decisions. The Browns have stockpiled picks in recent years, but in doing so, they have passed up on some QBs who have turned out to be stars in early in their careers. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson, and Pat Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Um, the ex-Brown coach told Cabot, Cabot uh, we passed on three franchise QBs the first two years and Wentz, Watson, and Mahomes. We played with a QB room with zero wins in the league. We played with the street uh the street free agents and practice squad players and rivals was yeah, our offense was the same or better than we were doing this year. There's no way that should have happened. You can't pass on QBs. You never pass on potential franchise quarterback because you don't know who's gonna be in the future. I think Baker Mayfield is going to be a sensational player if they surround him with the right people. Mm-hmm. But they gotta give him help and run a scheme suited to his skill set. All three quarterbacks. Okay, so that's what he said. Mm-hmm. So he, I mean, it sounds like he knew who he wanted. It's just the Browns didn't want to do it. The yeah, organization. He, so when do you get fired? When do you get rid of the GM? Oh, and I forgot Tyrone Lue for the Cavs got fired too. Oh yeah, that's right. They went on six. But hold on, let's stay in the Browns thing for a second. He said that. Um, he also said, "Hey, I never really got to run my offense after three years. Never, because he was known as a, the OC. He was an offensive coordinator for the mm-hmm. Bengals for years. Yeah, and they did pretty well." Yeah, Bengals always um, was good offensively. But, but for some, for some, for a head coach to say, "Hey, I, 
I should have never gave up my play calling duties. I never really got to run my offense in three years. Mm-hmm. It's your job. You have to make those tough decisions to take it back. Okay, it's been it's been a full year where my team did not win a game, but let me take back some some um, offensive play calling responsibilities. And they didn't he did, they didn't do that shit. Yeah. I mean, and then Ty- Tyron Lue after Cavs started on six, <laughs> and then I think um, uh, Team Wish. Who's Team Wish again? At Team Wish, uh, J.R. Smith said that oh, he. Swish. Um, <laughs> He said that he Swish. he wanted to trade. Yeah, he wanted to trade. I think I think Philly will be able to look for him. Philly needs some shooters. They got JJ Reddit, mm-hmm. and that's the only. Uh, they got Robert Corbettin. Uh, they got they got like four shooters maybe. Uh, but I think one more would be really good with mm-hmm. Embiid and Simmons and mm-hmm. Folks. I think one more shooter, a veteran, um, someone has won a title, been there four times now mm-hmm. to the championship. So. One and three, but whatever. It is what it is. Um, but no, I think JR would be good there. Um, he can be good in Phoenix too, but I don't mm. know if he won't go to Phoenix. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he did go to Phoenix though, because of who the GM is over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and you know, whatever. We'll see. Gotcha. We will see. Um, all right, guys, you know what time it is. Top five, no debating. Top five, top five, top five. All right, uh, like we said earlier, we didn't post up our top five from last week, but we will as soon as we finish report- recording this episode so people can still vote. Um, this week's top five. This week's top five is going to be top five. How, how are we going to name this? Top five um, things. Um, are you, top five things on your bucket list? Yeah? yeah? Yeah, top five things on your bucket top list. Top five things on your bucket list. Now, this could be... Anywhere from like activity, going places, mm-hmm. meeting people, literally can be anything. Yep. Um, so, Corey wants me to go first for some weird reason. Um, so, my number five thing on my bucket list would be to um, have a eight hour experience, sit down, talk with Will Smith. Oh, wow. That would be that, my uh, number five. That's my number five in a way, too, but it wasn't a breakdown to a time frame. But it was to spend time with these a handful of particular people. Mm-hmm. E- either one will be fine. It will be uh, Ellen, Will Smith, um, the Obamas, Oprah, okay. or LeBron James. <laughs> For the sake of this, you got to pick one. All right. So I'll say LeBron James. I bet. That's easy. Cool. All right. So. That's my number five. Number four for me will be to see the Northern Lights. Now, you can see the Northern Lights either from Alaska, Canada, or Greenland. Mm-hmm. Um there are lights in the sky that fucking light up. There's some scientific shit to it. That shit just look beautiful to me. Um, so yeah. my number four is to see the Northern Lights. Um, my number four is kind of similar to that as well, mm-hmm. but it's it's more so to uh, it's not one thing. It's just travel the world. Okay, it's just a, a general, not one particular place. But that's like I want to see eventually every city and eventually at least fifteen countries. Okay. Uh, my number three is um, go tandem skydiving with. Yo, are you kidding me? Yeah, my wife will never do it, but I would love to do it. Yo, skydiving's on my list too, but oh. it's, it's higher. It's mm-hmm. like number two. Skydiving, tandem skydiving with me and my wife, but she will never do that shit because she like she love her. Life. Yo, what the fuck? My list is just. It's <laughs> fine. Um. Well, my other one was to be um in a financial uh. Well, what would be buy a house? That would be number three. Number three. Number buy three. House. Buy a house. Okay. 
Um, my number two is to go to the Great Wall of China. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, my number two is the skydiving. Okay. Uh, my number one is meet uh, meet Barack Obama. Oh, that's a good one. Sit down, chill out with my man Barack. Like, yeah, you know that, what I'm saying. My, we shoot the shit. You know what I'm saying. Drink a couple of beers. You know. My my number one would be to have kids before I die. Hey, that's my number one. Okay. Yeah. That's that's not top five. That's a simple and clean top five. Yeah, uh, don't I'm, forget. I'm pissed off that we had a lot of the similarities. Don't forget to send us your top five. Email us at mosteverythingpodcast@gmail.com. So all signing our DMs. We got Twitter, uh, we got Instagram, all that. We got social media. Send us a comment. We haven't got a comment since mm-hmm. June. Don't forget, we now on Spotify, baby. Spotify, let us know. Mm-hmm. I got my Spotify password. Mm-hmm. Thanks for my man Trey. Oh, I'm boy. gonna sign off towards for that. You know, I don't pay for nothing. Oh God, I'm uh, waiting for that. Um, just so people who. It really took us a while to get on Spotify because Spotify had specific um, places that you had to host your your podcast to um, in order to get on Spotify. But now they took away those restrictions, so no matter uh, what website or what company you host with, you could literally get on Spotify. Just submit submit the URL link, and you should be able to get on Spotify. So if those of you the podcast listeners out there or podcast creators, content creators that haven't gone on Spotify. Spotify has officially removed their um, restriction to these so to specific hosting sites. Literally, whatever site that you have, we have SoundCloud that we host on. So the fact that we have that, you can literally just submit it and it's going to go in there within a matter of like hours, two or three hours or so. Um, so, and our, our, our podcast, sorry, our, our Spotify listenership has been uh, gradually going up since we got on it last week for episode 33. Um, this has been episode 34. Follow me on IG at R underscore G. Follow me at IG at Corey Hilton 1. Yep, and we appreciate you guys for listening. See you next week for episode 35. 35, 35. We Peace alive. Out. Look alive.